the The Weird Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is uh, the first episode of the DeWeirdo podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff DeWeird. I'm just going to be talking about some nonsense today. Doubt anybody's going to listen to this shit, but if you do, hey, hope you enjoy, man. I, um, I've been considering a lot of stuff lately about, you know, all this coronavirus and everything that's going on. And, like, it really baffles me that people don't take care of themselves on a daily basis yet when something like this comes up it's all of a sudden uh you know a a crazy thing you got to run out and you got to go get all these supplies your life is so valuable now and normally you know you treat life like it's like it's worthless you know most people don't don't even value their days just wake up another day another bullshit and you know no uh no real ambition no no you know what, what are you pushing for right I don't know. I, I, I'm on a weird kick. I uh, just got done writing a paper um, in school. I'm a philosophy major. And uh, the paper, I had to research this one article where this guy, um, Tom Reagan, wrote a paper about a case for uh, animal rights. And it it was so hard to read because this guy considers himself a philosopher, you know, and like philosophy to me is a lot of like the questions of what if and not shutting down the other side, not just automatically, you know, because that's why like in logic, there's, you know, logical fallacies, right? I think there's like 13 logical fallacies, but the logical fallacies are, uh, are, are me trying to prove to you that I'm right by, you know, uh, flawed arguments, right? They're, they're argumentative flaws, you know, like, um, appeal to the stick, right? Ad baculum. That's one of them. Um, and appeal to the stick is like, you know, uh, Hey, I think you should think the way I think. And if you don't, uh, you're probably going to die (laughs) or, you know what I mean? That's, that's the crude version of it, I guess. It's, uh, it's silly though. And, and like a real philosopher, you shouldn't be doing that shit. That's like, that's philosophical sin. That's philosophical crime. Fuck man. You can't do that crap. But this guy, you know, wrote this paper, uh, you know, and you could tell it came from like the heart. It came from like a dude that sees, you know, the cruelty in what's going on with animals and science and, and, uh, you know, farming and things like this. I'm like, it's so obvious to see. I think any logical person, any reasonable, rational, rational person should be able to see that, you know, animals should have the right to do whatever the hell they want to do and live free and whatever. But also, dude, we got to use them for science, bro. Trust me, because a lot of these guys, they don't think about what would happen if we stopped eating animals and the earth just you know, started popping, like, these animals get after it, brother, they get after it, they, they have shit piles of kids, and, you know, eventually, it will be overpopulated in so many regards, and, like, trust me, you don't want, even deer just ruin land, like, in Michigan, the land I hunted on out there um, this past Christmas, 
the guy totally allowed for us to come hunt on the land because he wanted to get the damn deer out of there. They ruin his crops. So it, it makes sense, right? Uh, land conservation, things like this. There's, there's a guy who wrote a book. Uh, his name's Aldo Leopold. He wrote a book called uh, A Sand County Almanac. And in it, there contains uh, an essay, like a writing called... Uh, a land ethic. And it's great, great, like philosophical work. I really appreciate Aldo Leopold's view on, you know, environmentalism and things like this, because he sees it as like a flow of nature, right? Like, um, you know, when, while one, you know, deer has to die for the harvest of one man, that that's all you do. It's, it's like a kind of a utility approach. You just, you know, uh, harvest that one animal you don't need to like ruin more of the population you don't need to like stock up and save you just use what you need as you need it and then let the earth replenish itself over time and you know like like basically like uh not killing baby deer and and things like this you wouldn't want to you know that that's why there's hunting seasons right so you're not killing like the pregnant females i know that sounds atrocious but it makes sense you know you want them to be able to have the babies and and replenish and uh you know keep their population going like wildlife management is a really really beautiful thing and i think i think we've got a pretty badass grasp on it i don't know that may be a stupid ass standpoint but i I think we got a good grasp on it and these animal rights guys man they just I think that that's what they see too much of right they see the pain they feel the pain like but they don't think about the logic of you know, utilizing, uh, you know, rats and science, like so much cancer research has been found out with rats and mice and things like this. Um, it's bonkers to think that like, we would just do away with that. Right. All because like somebody's feelings got hurt. It just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm not right. Yeah. So with a lot of my, with a lot of the stuff, my approach is, uh, pretty basic, you know, uh, like, I don't, I don't get why people don't take care of themselves. It's so simple. You know, water, like chug water, drink water. Nobody, I don't think a lot of people drink water these days. Definitely don't drink enough, but drink water. Take a simple ass multivitamin. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. You know, like after that, you can almost eat like trash and like still be half ass. Okay. Just manage your calories on some level. I don't know. I do the, uh, I've been running the carnivore diet for what, I don't know, 26 days now. And I love it. Holy shit. I, I, my original thing was to go 30 days, right? Cause my birthday is this Sunday and that would be the 30th day. Right. I, I turned 35 and I just wanted to, to lean out, you know? So 30 days before my birthday on March 4th, I was like, screw it. I gotta, I gotta figure this shit out. I started doing the carnivore diet and the crazy thing is I really, really love it. I really, really love it. Um, it's tremendous. It's for those who don't know about it, it's a like zero carb diet. So no vegetables, no fruit, no, uh, you know, you can't really drink any calories so no beer. That's kind of been a tough one, but it's all good. Um, but regardless, the, the cool thing is I test my blood uh, ketone levels and my blood glucose levels every now and again just to, just to kind of keep, you know, tabs on it. And, you know, I, I ran a ketogenic diet or I've done it, you know, a bunch of times on and off, uh, you know, a couple months here, a couple months there. 
And I've experimented with fasting for a really, really long time, maybe four or five years, a long time. I've been intermittent fasting straight for, uh, I don't know, at least three years, at least three years. But regardless, uh, the carnivore diet is dope. I really dig it. It's cheap as shit. I mean, you know, you, you buy, uh, even a $12 steak, you know, seems holy shit spending, you know, 24 bucks on two steaks, man, that's crazy. But how many of you spend like 24 bucks, you know, just in bullshit meals every day? And if you ate those two steaks, man, you get so much more nutrition, so much more bang for your buck. It's more delicious, I would argue. Um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a cool thing. One of the neatest things is my, uh, my ketone levels have been better than when I was on keto. I mean, when I was a uh, legit, like running a keto diet and given, I think, you know, some of that, some of the keto diet I was doing a little wrong, you know, here, like a little too much protein here and there, right. Gluconeogenesis and so on and so forth. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's where I was screwing it up a little bit, but back then I used to like wake up around, you know, for the geeks out there who give a shit. Um, I used to wake up around maybe like 0.2.3 millimolar, you know, um, uh, you know, it's like, uh, millimeters. I don't know. Whatever the hell it is, dude. Like point two. <laughs> point two. I'd be at like point two, point three in the morning. And then later on I would like, uh, I, you know, I would be up to maybe like 1.2, 1.5 and like anything in the twos, like it, it's basically a, uh, kind of a marker of fat metabolism, right? That's the way I see it. At least I see whenever your body is producing, whenever your liver is producing ketones, you are in a state of fat metabolism, meaning your body is metabolizing fat at a real rapid rate. And, uh, you, it's in only in the absence of glucose. So, uh, you know, obviously like the, that's one of the cool things about checking ketone levels is, I mean, if you register even point one, your body's sapped as hell of, of glucose. So that's a pretty cool thing because I don't know. I try to stay away from sugar. I'm trying to, trying to lean out, trying to get these abs for, uh, for summertime. You know, I, uh, I hate fat summers, man. Fat summers are the biggest bitch. So I don't know. Anybody want to jump on the bandwagon with me and, uh, rock out on some, some dietage, let me know. And I'll, uh, I'll hook you up with some, with some knowledge. We can talk about that shit. But yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, try to keep it short and sweet for this first one. But, you know, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I just want to talk to the world, man. I want to see what what people have to say about things that are going on and try to maybe provide a unique perspective. I don't know. I've, I've lived all around the world. I guess that's probably what I should have opened with, right? A little, a little uh, bio about myself, but... Uh, I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, uh, joined the army when I was 22, moved to North Carolina. Uh, I was in the 82nd airborne division, paratrooper, you know, airborne school, the whole shebang. And, uh, you know, I was a 82nd paratrooper for a couple of years. And then I went to, uh, 10 special forces group. So I, I just as a support dude, but it was dope though, because I got to work with like legit, you know, special forces operators, green berets, right? Uh, and these guys taught me a lot. They were really, really fascinating dudes. I, I, I adopted a lot of like their, 
you know, I don't know, just, just, uh, daily habits and routines and diet and all these kind of things, you know, but regardless, um, after that, I, I, I went more on a path of like the admin side and worked for generals. I worked for a one star in Colorado. Then I worked for, uh, a couple, two stars out in Alaska. And, uh, you know, so, so, uh, I've, Definitely had a broad range of things that I did in the military because, you know, f- from, you know, field artillery line units in the 82nd, jumping out of planes with howitzers and shit like that, from from that all the way to uh, being in the command suite, you know, with a, with a badge, right? It's, it's, it's pretty different. I got to uh, do a NATO tour, too. That was the end of my career was a three-year NATO tour where, uh, again, worked for a four-star. And... um it was it was super cool, you know, a cool experience. Uh, did a year in Afghanistan and all that hubbub. Um, yeah, lived in the Netherlands, you know, lived in Europe for a long time. Pretty pretty cool shit. So I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I don't even know what the hell my point is, dude. Um, my bio, you know, I don't know. I don't really like. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of shit at like describing myself. I've always like, I don't really talk about like Afghanistan or anything like that very often. Like, you know, especially in, uh, social circles. I don't know. People don't want to hear about that shit. Right. And, uh, I'm, I'm bad at it because I, I, I know dudes who've been through so much more than I did. So like you always marginalize your own shit, right? It's like even just physically going to Afghanistan, like physically touching down the, you know, there and staying a week is like, uh, I don't know, it's pretty, pretty bold, right? But like, I don't need, I've never really viewed that as bold. Like I always, you know, military guys, we always have our shit where we can call other people sissies and we can be the, you know, the hard asses on top, right? But like, that's kind of how I've always viewed it. Like people who go to Afghanistan, they just live on like uh, you know, big old sham base like Bagram or Kandahar or some shit. It just, it's always funny to shit on them because I mean, they got pizza hut and they got, they got green bean coffee. They got all kinds of Burger King and shit too. They got everything big ass, like stores and shit. It's, it's insane what they have. They have traffic on Bagram. If they have traffic, dude. All right. But then, you know, I, I was so far removed from that. Um, we were on the Pakistani border in a province called Coast. And uh, it was exponentially more sketchy than uh, anything anybody at Bagram ever experienced. <laughs> I'll bet you that. That's kind of a stupid statement, but I don't think so. I think I can stand by it. Um, but regardless, you know, that's, that's a lot of that's kind of our bullshit, but the marginalization of it, you know, just breaking it down to like, ah, yeah, whatever. It was kind of a time and place, you know, no big deal. A lot of that just comes from, you know, trying to, uh, trying to just forget it, man. I think that's, uh, I don't know, mental health issues and shit, right? It's, it's something that is so like poorly taught in our society because people think that mental health issues are like, are actually a thing when they're not every, every thought, every thing you go through, it's all part of the journey, man. You just got to learn. And yeah, sometimes life is shit, dude, 
been there, done that. Okay. I mean, I, I've had hard days, you know, pretty hard days. Right. And, uh, luckily after that, there's not a lot that can touch you. Right. Especially when you come out on the other side, clean. Meaning, you know, you come out on the other side with the knowledge and the understanding of what you've been through and like, holy shit, you know, but I don't know. I, uh, I, I was on Tony and Parker, a couple of my buddies, I was on their podcast. Uh, you know, they came out to my house and we did a recording maybe last week and I was talking about PTSD and how it's kind of like a confusion thing. And I guess to expand on that, uh, I really do think that PTSD you know, post-traumatic stress, right? The stress that comes from trauma. Well, that stress is only really relevant when you don't understand it. When you understand it, what the hell are you stressed about, right? Like, like uh, I went to Afghanistan and all the things that happened while I was out there. I'm not saying I understand everything, but I'm saying at least I understand it on a level that I'm willing to let it go. Does that make sense? That's that's the way I like to see it. You know, I just, just let it fade away, man. Let it be like a memory. I, I want it to be hard to recall. <laughs> you know I mean? Like nobody wants traumatic experiences to be right at the front of their thinking, you know, like right, right at the front of thought. You, you'd rather just bury that shit. Trust me. God, life is so much better. If you just dump your bullshit, man, dump it. I don't know. Go pick up some weights, get jacked. I think that was another thing I wanted to kind of touch on is like, Jesus, man, uh, throughout all this coronavirus stuff, people are posting up all these videos of like, home, you know, body weight workouts, like, man, do, and not to shit on that, I mean, I guess some people dig that kind of shit, but wow, you gotta, you gotta learn how to gain muscle, people, that, that's, that's the, that should always be the main goal, even for, you know, chicks, God, this is, I don't know uh, who gives a shit. If this sounds insensitive, uh, go fuck yourself. Right. I mean, I'm just trying to be honest here, but even for chicks, you know, like you're, you're not going to gain muscle and end up looking like a dude, like all these chicks who think that uh, they're going to get bulky or something. If they lift heavy weights, your anatomy is not set up for that. So like in the absence of steroids, if you want to start juicing, well, there you go. Now you're, physically manipulating your, your natural chemical structure. And, and, you know, you're the asshole for that. Right. You know what I mean? If it, like, if you do it and then, you know, obviously we're all, um, concerned about looking boyish or, or something like this. Um, yeah, it's not going to happen. People just, just look in a human ecology class I took a long time ago, uh, in my first undergrad, uh, uh, for exercise science, I learned uh, in this human ecology class that two of the top predictors for life longevity are strength and muscle mass in that order, right? So strength being key, muscle mass being, you know, a second like predictor in life longevity. How badass is that, right? Because the thing is, how long are you going to be able to walk upright? That's the whole point. How long are you going to be able to walk upright? The less active you are, the less time that's, you know, the, or the, the shorter that window is, put it that way. So, you know, it, I, I do advocate, you know, getting out, doing whatever, walking and all this nonsense. But in the same regard, you got to lift some weights. You got to lift weights, man. Now, I, I want to try as a part of this podcast to figure out a way to, uh, you know, maybe record some workouts, do some cool shit. I, uh... 
I don't know. We'll, we'll get after it again. Just, uh, I got a website now, deweirdo.com, D-E-W-E-E-R-D-O.com. And uh, there's a questions tab. You can email me directly uh, through that, or you can just email me at uh, deweirdo at mail.com. And everybody always asks, not Gmail, okay? Jesus, I'd say Gmail if it was fucking Gmail, right? It, just mail.com. Uh, M-A-I-L, Jesus, I can't believe I have to say that, but for some, you know what I mean? But, but let's, uh, let's chat. Let's, let's talk, send me some questions and, you know, I'd love to go over some shit, uh, you know, health, uh, you know, mental health, shit, throw it at me. I don't give a damn. Let's, let's, uh, let's get real with some stuff. Right. But, uh, but yeah, check out the website, deweirdo.org. I mean, uh, <laughs> the weirdo.com um i posted up some of my writing and stuff on there too so if you're interested in that get after it it's in the tab called for the weirdos uh, you know a little silly play on words kind of fun but but yeah the weirdo podcast wrapping it up and uh hey thanks for listening if you've listened this far uh you know you fucking rock dude i really appreciate you uh have a good day and uh thank you